Hey, good morning, everybody. Fantastic episode of The Morning Show today, March 27th. We talk about the Utes bridge to Polygon in the Frank and D-Gods ecosystem. That is happening today. We talk about how to approach that from a trading perspective and what we're expecting for the medium to long term with D-Gods moving to Ethereum and Utes moving to Polygon. Beyond that, we talk about other side second trip and what that means, and then also Blur's impact on the market. A lot of people have speculated that Blur is a net negative for the market. Spencer makes a case otherwise. Overall, fantastic show. It's sponsored by Acquainting. So sign up for Acquainting. We have a link that we've tweeted out. We'll provide it in the bio here of the podcast. If you click on that link and sign up for Acquainting, you'll get 40% off. Tax season is upon us and Acquainting has us covered with their dedicated NFT and crypto tax software. So make sure that you sign up for Acquainting. Last Last but not least, today's free NFT can be claimed at the nifty.com slash claim. So T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y dot com slash claim with the word, the claim password, ribbons. That's all lowercase, the word ribbons, R-I-B-B-O-N-S. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. It is Monday, March 27th, and you have tuned into the NFT Morning Show. If it is your first time listening, we run this show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10.15 a.m. Eastern Time each and every week, where we discuss all things NFTs, technology, cryptocurrency, finance, entertainment, gaming, and everything in between. I'm your host, P.O., here with my co-host, Nifty Nick, the funniest man in the business, uh, free NFT platform builder extraordinaire, King Kicks, the CEO of Crypto Raiders. Cyber Stadium is live. The Cyber Stadium gladiators are murdering each other ruthlessly on the blockchain right now. It's actually pretty messed up. Uh, but if you want to get involved, then check out Cyber Stadium. Love having Kicks on the show. He is the intelligent degenerate. Uh, Signal, coder turned content creator the host of Artist Spotlight. We are thrilled about that segment, thrilled to learn about what artists are doing in the space and sharing their stories on Twitter and other platforms for the world to see. Also love hearing Signal's takes on the macroeconomic situation, you know, finance in general, and of course, cryptocurrency and NFTs. Easy, the host of GMGM Market Talk, the dog behind Bodagos, and the host of Web3 Made Easy. Love having Easy's ground level takes. He is day trader extraordinaire on the show. Uh, very thrilled to have Spencer, the founder of Spencer Ventures, representing for institutional capital in the NFT space, undergraduate degree in economics from the University of Chicago. And it looks like he's wearing a, a literal like Jorge Masvidal uh, Gucci robe right now, looking like he's ready to. It, it, Spencer, what? You know, yeah, I, I, we needed to celebrate the big, you know, Yuga Labs other side announcement today with Gucci. Um, it felt I thought fitting. we were celebrating the Michael Saylor Bitcoin buy today. Oh, well, perhaps that too. The thing is, uh, unfortunately, uh, Yuga Labs is in shock because this is actually a Versace bathroom, not a Gucci one. So didn't have didn't have quite the right brand. But they maybe can't afford my, you, Spencer. Maybe, maybe my 10KTF uh, Gucci cloth will one day redeem and I too will be in the ranks of people who own Gucci clothing. 
Well, there you go. And and I was as I was saying that, I was like, I know that that thing is not Gucci, but I don't know if it's Louis Vuitton or something else. But Versace makes sense. Uh, Masvidal had the same one. He also had the pink version. Love seeing you wear a literal flashy boxer style robe here, Spencer. Gotta love it. Last but not least, we have Bunny. Bunny, your bio just says MVP of the second place team in the other side. What's the story there? Dude, we lost a heartbreaker, man. Heartbreaker. But Bryson reached out. He was thrilled with my performance. I was one of the first picks uh, in the draft. There was a draft? Nah, he kind of just got put on teams. It's just like your robot changed the color, and then you were on a team. And then we played a game where you had to collect blobs in the swamp. You had to run through the swamp, collect some blobs, and then you had to give them over to the toads uh, who were – this sounds a little ridiculous, like if you weren't there. <laughs> was it fun? It was pretty fun. I liked it. I didn't get one of the free helmets that the winning team got, so like that sucked because that's probably going to be like, I don't know, point one to point three ETH. But <laughs> I love how you're already assigning a price to it. Well, well, thanks for uh, the color there on the other side, Bunny. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a kick-ass show today. Uh, today we're going to discuss Utes migrating to Polygon. Very big story for NFTs in general, but specifically the D-Gods, Utes, and Solana ecosystems as well as Polygon. Other side's second trip, which is what Bunny was just talking about. And the Gucci and Yuga Labs partnership, which Spencer is celebrating by wearing a Gucci competitor uh, robe, which is a you know very NFT way of celebrating. Uh, if you have any insights or you're passionate about today's uh, topics, please request to join on stage or share your thoughts using the purple comment button on the bottom right. We're going to be monitor monitoring both throughout the show. Our producer extraordinaire, Clemente, wouldn't be able to do the show without him, is rocking behind the scenes, making sure that that is all set. Uh, by the way, the show is sponsored by Acquainting. Acquainting is one of the most accurate ways to report your crypto transactions. So if you traded crypto, if you traded NFTs, when you go to pay your taxes, you know your taxes are an absolute mess. It's just painful to look through every single transaction on Etherscan to be able to discern what counts as a taxable event, what doesn't. Uh, what's the situation if a team rugs on an NFT project? What happens if the founder happens to die right after the mint and then comes back to life? That's where a cointing comes in. It, coining is designed to make filing your taxes super simple. Basically, in about five clicks, you're going to get a view of all of your activity. You can edit the transactions if you see uh, anything that needs adjustments. And then you just get a, a report that's just straight up ready to submit. So there's support for over 400 different wallets. 20,000 plus different tokens and, and NFTs. I mean, how many tokens did you really trade, right? 20,000 is going to cover you. Uh, a coining is going to calculate all your gains and losses instantly. And if it's not on their platform, then you just add a new entry and boom, they make it super easy. Once you have the results, you can use a coining's tax loss harvesting feature to reduce your gains, lower your taxes on future reports. Gotta love it. Uh, so, like I mentioned, Acoining, they've basically given all of our American, Australian, and English listeners of their show 40% off of the platform if you sign up with the link in the pinned tweet. So we got the pinned tweet pinned to the top. It's the one that starts with the sponsor of today's show is Acoining. It's very easy to find. 40% off if you sign up with our link. Uh, sign so me up, yo, man, because I need that. I'm just now finishing my 20. 21 taxes so need a little bit of a quicker turnaround on 2022 
Uh, so I'll be uh, taking a look at that software. I did. So I knew, look, I delayed my taxes six months last year. You delayed your taxes a full calendar year, it sounds like. Yeah, well, I paid them. Like, you know, you know, you know the range that you're in. But uh, yeah, I mean, I had thousands and thousands of NFT transactions. So, you know, connecting that spider web in 2021. 2022 is going to be much easier. I was more reasonable. I wasn't buying 300 uh, <laughs> chads. pickles, oh, pickles. Yeah, chads and, uh, and selling them back and forth. So, <laughs> Love to hear it. Well, look, before we get into the weather report, I got to ask my, my trusty co-host, Nifty Nick. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. Uh, I've been uh, having a chat. B- t- uh, t- I can't even, I can't freaking speak. Chat GPT. Uh, I was saying GBT, TBG. TBD, you know, um, I was using that last night to write code for me uh, without me coding, and I was really enjoying it. Uh, I had not actually used it robustly from the coding standpoint. I've been using this uh, GitHub Copilot thing, which is uh, which is incredible. Um, but uh, Chat GPT is like holy cow. Um, are we about a hard pivot from NFTs into AI? <laughs> we're just changing the whole business. Actually, I'm shutting down the site, dude. Like we're we're just we just switched the uh, the paths. Uh, no, uh, we're not we're not switching to AI. But I gotta say, man, if you're not using it for like your job right now, then you're, you're crazy you're at a disadvantage. Basically, like uh, I I can't imagine any job. At this point, outside of like, if you're laying bricks, yeah. <laughs> then AI is going to be a little bit tough. Well, but then again, um, maybe the engineers that that make the uh, you know the plans for the bricklayers, they probably could use it. Well, you could probably ask it, be like, "How would you make this process more efficient?" So here's the thing, Nick. I think then I'm training it to do my job, so I don't even use it, you know, because I'm like, <laughs> I can't give it my secrets. You know, I have special methods other people don't even can't even understand. You know, sure, sure you Some, do something that I'd be something that I'd be interested in is like, I don't know what your experience is with like hiring virtual assistants, but uh, it depends on where you get the virtual assistant, where they're demographically located in terms of how they like to be managed. And so that that does have a major impact on things. But all things uh, being equal, uh, I'm sort of curious, like what how would you um, like what I don't know yet from chat GPT is whether or not uh, I can train, like it can learn and adapt to my information basically. And that it, like my preferences, because if you keep I the could same see chat it. log up, it will, it uses the well, data that you send in the same like iteration, like basically caches that from prior conversations. So like, you know, how you can have multiple different iterations of a chat on the left. Uh, if you keep mm-hmm. the same one going, it will adapt. Like you can basically program it to respond in a certain way. Do you have access to the plugins yet? Because that's a game changer. Uh, well, I yeah, I have the pre. I, I paid for premium Chat GPT, so I'm assuming I have that. Like it's got like Wolfram Alpha, an Expedia plugin, some other stuff that it like an Expedia really easy to build Expedia yes. like for helping yeah. you book travel. You can literally say, I want to go to this place at this time. Find me the best hotel in this location with the best flights around these times. And it'll just pump so out I've been, cost and everything I, else. I was wow. I was testing travel uh, assistant style stuff. That is one area which I think is quite compelling. And if it can actually know my preferences, holy shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. it'll use your you, profile. you need that leg room. You prefer pot roast. 
to be available on your first class flights. Like they need to know these things. It uses the full Expedia well, profile though, your preferences and everything. You want an aisle seat, a window seat. It'll find which flight it has. That's one of those plugins because I've heard people like yeah. using the plugins. It's like next, next level. Yeah, they're sweet. That's the plugins are really, really good. Well, we got Maybe if you listened more and spoke less, that would actually enable you to have a positive conversation there, Kex, huh? Maybe. We, we got uh, Clemente uh, in yeah. real time showing us this Expedia plugin. Anyway, this is not an AI show like many have pivoted from NFTs to AI. So let's uh, let's, let's talk AI. Let's talk NFTs. Let's get, I mean, it is we fun. We dropping an NFT today. Uh, so, I mean, that's helpful. That's going to come later in the show, which makes it an NFT show. Now let's get back to chatting about AI, Pia. <laughs> well, the NFT that was made today actually is AI artwork. It was just, I mean, all of our artwork. Everyone's been like, oh my God, who's the artist? Okay. It's so wonderful. That's, that's it's just AI. Like I literally just say, hey, give me this. And the AI spits it out. It's pretty cool. Anyway, diving in, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to, to the, sorry. That's disrespectful to the person who's working hard at actually making our art. You mean the AI? Uh, we got a weather report update brought to you by Signal. Uh, Signal is not an AI, although people have asked because she's just so on it. Uh, everyone's asking if everyone's an AI. Anyway, Signal. I was thinking about using the AI to help me uh, improve my accents because once I saw what it did with Kanye, I was like, man, that could perfect the accents that I've been struggling with. I mean, but anyway, for now, <laughs> let's stop with the AI. We'll get into the weather report. But tons happening over the weekend. So let's kick off Monday, the 27th of March. Total market volume coming in at 46 million. Blur obviously still taking the majority of that at 34 million, while OpenSea down and the single figures at 7 million. On to leaders, not much change here, but we do have apes over a six, uh, apes back over 60, sitting there pretty at 61.4. Mutants down at sort of 12 and a half. Punks at 61.9. Azuki sort of trending around 13.5. Pudgies and captains in the four, four and a half, four, 4.5, 4 and 5 ETH. Moonbirds and Doodles down at 3.3. Most of the collections here have been pretty stable, but some of these mid-chip prices on the weekends were testing 3 ETH, but they managed to recover. On to the news, obviously, other side, that was the big, uh, that was a big event on the weekend. We heard Bunny talk about that. So he had the Voyagers running around trying to collect magical blobs. The blobs were then being fed to the toads, and then they were traveling through portals. The team that ended up winning was Glacier, and the winners will get these helmets airdropped to their wallets. Despite some glitches, it seems that on Twitter, the overall sentiment is positive and deeds have still been holding well. On to Utes. Obviously, we're talking about Utes today because of bridging. Essentially, they're going to be moving over to Polygon. And if you do it within 24 hours, there are USDC rewards, 0% trading fees for the first 30 days, and one Ute holder will be airdropped a BTC D-God. Any Utes left on Sol uh, by April the 3rd will be penalized with a 33.3% bridge tax. Utes hit six, 160 Sol on the weekend, but have now settled down at 140 Sol. Back over on Ethereum, Pudgy Penguins updated there's going to be utility for the rods. The rods will serve as multipliers in the pudgy ecosystem, but you will need to have a big pudgy or a little pudgy to get that benefit. Rods went all the way up to 0.7, but are now back down to 0.4 this morning. And lastly, as we're talking about Yuga Labs and Gucci, they've obviously announced their drip collab. It's something to do with physical. It's something to do with digital. Whatever is happening, there's been activity on the Gucci Vault material and on the Gucci Grail Ape. So uh, 10KTF stockroom material. 
material back up to 0.6 and we're seeing bored ape Gucci Grow sell for around 1.3. On to crypto. Crypto this morning is pretty stable. So despite overall some of the mid-chip prices being pretty tough this weekend and seeing low, seeing new lows, actually the activity on the news front has been wild. Lots has been coming in. So stay tuned. There's never a dry spell. Back to you, folks. Absolutely fantastic weather report. As usual, Signal. Uh, some updates from the Nifty Daily Digest, which is the daily newsletter that goes out five days a week at the nifty.com. Subscribe at T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y.com to receive it. The second trip of other side, like Signal said, took place on Saturday, hosted 7,200 concurrent participants with players on the winning team, receiving a winged helmet airdrop. So some digital clothes. Love to, to hear about it. CryptoPunk number 685 was accidentally burned in a failed wrapping attempt just a week after the owner paid 77 Ethereum for the punk. That's a lot of... Yeah, you got to listen to Spotty Wi-Fi. If you're going to be a punk and you're going to rap, you got to take advice from the king. <laughs> Love I was thinking the, same, the exact same thing. I was wondering if it was a beatbox was friends, involved That's in why we one. grew up nearby, his neighbors. <laughs> uh, Gucci announced a multi-year partnership with Yuga Labs, which will explore the intersection between fashion and entertainment in the metaverse, probably becoming, uh, you know, very competitive as the number one fashion powerhouse against artifacts. So we'll have to see. Pudgy Penguins shared plans for the Pudgy Rods in their ecosystem, serving as a multiplier in the ecosystem for select on-chain drops, licensing deals, and other future claims. Last but not least, an AI, speaking of AI, an AI Kanye West video went viral in which a trained AI model of Kanye West was able to deliver a verse, which a recording artist wrote and recorded in the exact style of Kanye West as if Kanye had recorded the verse himself. Uh, next step would be the AI actually writes the verse to in Kanye style and it's just all ready to ship. Those are your updates from the Nifty Daily Digest. Uh, Nick, is there anything there that you want to discuss? Otherwise, we're going to dive into Utes migrating to Polygon. But Nick, please take it well, away. There's a number of things. First, uh, we got Kanye AI rapping, which I did see. And then you also have crypto punks rapping <laughs> inaccurately so that's something that like you one's clearly talented the other is not uh the the uh, crypto punk situation was more uh a person lost their punk in the process of rapping it which is pretty disastrous i mean that i think they burned the punk that 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 just hurts the tweet that was that was like i just lost a third of my net worth or something <laughs> like that and i saw some commenter that was just like you deserve it. <laughs> like, <laughs> damn. Like, okay. Uh, the other thing um, <laughs> that, uh, like, dude, le leave it to Twitter commenters to really uh, pump you up, basically. Um, you deserve it. <laughs> I, I was like, sounds like a you problem. Uh, and I'm just like, Jesus. I got into a car accident over the weekend and now my legs don't work. You fucking deserve it. Wow, the 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 pudgy penguin rods. That trade was an opportunity last week, and I saw someone tweeting about like uh, this is your your last chance to uh, get in on these at this price. You you would have made a, a seventy plus percent gain on that. That's a pretty solid um pretty solid trade there. Uh, I don't know what the next like how much further this goes, but um that was that was a, a missed opportunity. Wait, last what do you mean a seventy percent gain? They're down from yeah, 0. He 0. was 5, right. It's the last time we're going to get at the no, price. Now it dumped 50%. Four. 
They're down. Instead, Rod went to over. Okay, well then, I don't know what this update is that we wrote down because it says it went. You're right. It was a phenomenal. It was a phenomenal trade, but like buying these before, like Luca Nets took over, was like the phenomenal. Like right when he took over, was the phenomenal trade because they were down in like the single digits. They were like point zero something. So there's. I remember this thread, this one guy who was like a crazy genius. He's like, I've accumulated 70 rods and like, this is going to make me rich. And he was right. <laughs> All I'm doing is reading the, I, I got that from the, so it seems like this information was wrong. Uh, but I, I see, no, over the weekend, it was at 0.75. You could have bought it at 0.4 the other day, but I guess uh, not, since then it's gone down. So it was a temporary pump. You had a, a missed opportunity there. Okay, that's the synopsis of it, but thank you for correcting me. On the pricing action, the other thing I was trying to figure out here is damn, you know, this Gucci situation, your boy sold a board ape. Now he may miss out on some Gucci gear. That's what I feel like is potentially going to go down here. But am I wrong about that? Is this going to be accessible across the entire ecosystem? Uh, I think it's probably a bigger play for the 10KTF Gucci thread and the 10KTF Gucci apes. I think those will be Let's go. I got two of those. Yeah, and they're actually pumping. They were selling like hotcakes on the announcement. Um, so your bags are up on those. I think that's the bigger play, though. I don't think it's going to be anything specific for the board apes themselves, considering it was the other side that tweeted it and not the Yuga or BAYC page. So I think this is very specific to 10KTF. Garga also posted in a board ape group chat about 10KTF dropping story news every Thursday. So it seems like there's going to be a lot more coming out of that. In the other side, there was a giant lizard-like snake creature that popped up and uh, caused a lot of commotion. And now speculations playing into it that 10KTF's next iteration will be around that event. You know, I, I gotta say, I, I, I really think that the 10KTF and like Yuga Lab storylines are not going to be separate anymore. I think there's a lot of different things that point towards that. Um, I also think, you know, what we saw was there's been a Gucci collab with 10KTF for like quite a while and really nothing has come of it, right? We saw the Gucci Grail PFPs, we saw the Gucci cloth. And so this is like, almost not news the news is just that they're actually going to be delivering on something around it um but you know we also had the 10ktf last friday announcing you know um season two is about to start we had very famously uh captain trippy season two wasn't allowed to start until captain trippy was back to a trippy 8 pfp so he's back to his trippy 8 pfp biggie commented we're, we're ready for season two <laughs> Um, I think season two takes place in the other side. It kind of is what makes sense. We even saw a little bit, I think, a teaser in the second trip of um, the the Toads. The uh, Toad being a central character in the 10KTF storyline. Uh, I do not think that was a coincidence. I would add here the, as well, uh, this seems, sorry, just on this, this does seem bigger than, than even though we've known that there's a partnership for a long time there with 10KTF, the fact that this was tweeted from the Gucci account on Twitter, I don't remember that happening when 10KTF first did their Gucci grails. I don't remember the official Gucci account actually saying that they have a collab with Yuga Lab. So I feel like in terms of this relationship, it's something that is deeply cemented in terms of marketing. They want the world to know that these that this partnership exists. And it'll be very interesting to see how they bring the, 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 the physical and the digital because before it was just more like just more of the avatars. And then I believe at the time there was an opportunity to get some gear, which was like... Uh, 
I think if I remember correctly, there was an opportunity to get some Gucci gear at that time, but it, it, it didn't really evolve from there. But just the fact that the Gucci account has tweeted this amongst all the other tweets that they obviously talk about with their established collections, this seems a much bigger leap further. Um, the, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens with, uh, with Gucci here. I like Spencer's hot take on this, which is nothing's been done. The one thing I don't know about is like, I mean, he's a Versace about- guy though. So we got to kind of take with a grain of salt over there. I mean, he's wearing some Versace. Who knows how much money they're kicking to him. Yeah. You're, uh, you're talking about, um, like when it comes to, uh, the, the Gucci stuff, what I was going to say about it is like what, or, or sorry, the narrative thing that you mentioned there, Spencer, I'm a little bit like you're talking about the the storylines coming together. I, I don't even understand the storylines. Like, I don't understand. So like we got like Jimmy, the monkey got a butthole key, a portal opened up. And and I don't know what what was on the the other side of the portal. I'm not. Is that well, the other so, other side? So I think you're confusing the board AP Yacht Club storyline for the other side storyline. So there hasn't like like the thing that that's I think is what you should follow here is in 10 KTF we had this epic battle between Wagmi San and Boss Toad that was kind of ongoing. That was a really high resolution short clips from last season. If you haven't watched those from 10 KTF, you should go back and watch those. Um, so you had that kind of storyline. Now, recently they've been teasing a portal opened up. Their whole world got transported. It, it, it feels like this is culminating in the 10KTF storyline now starting to take place in other side. I don't expect that the other side storyline and the Jimmy the monkey storyline will coincide. I think those will be separate. We'll have the sort of bathroom monkey key butthole clubhouse thing going on. That may also start to take place in other side and maybe they'll overlap. But the more explicit thing that needs to happen first is 10KTF needs to be explicitly in other side, which we kind of all know that it is. And Spencer, real, um, real quick, let me just ask Spencer, Neg. So, do you do you feel like that execution of story was the best way to go about it? Like having those two separate stories, and then maybe they interweave them. Like you know, you and I have talked about story a lot and like cohesiveness and through lines and things like that. What do you make of the way that they've rolled that out? Well, I think it's important to you know uh, the the challenge that they had was was when and how they acquire the 10KTF group, right? It's my understanding the 10KTF team is, is helping with the storyline from other side. But we haven't really seen that super high resolution 10KTF style video come out in a while. And I think that like, if you have to look at, at when that acquisition took place and what they were focused on, um, there, there were some, like there, there is a lot that was going on already in 10KTF but they couldn't completely pivot away. Now you keep that with, they also had in their roadmap they needed to deliver something around, you know, MDVMM was a part of the of the original like OG board ape roadmap, and so like, you know, delivering those two like the, like tying up the loose ends they had, I think, comes as a priority over anything else. Now, if they can get them to be more cohesive, that's great, uh, but I don't know on what timescale that happens. I think the big thing they need to do is establish, which they haven't done is the sort of centerpiece of the whole thing, which is establish what the, the feel of other side is from a story perspective, right? And then you can have, like, you can, I think they're, like, really what I'm looking for is there's world building that needs to happen around 10KTF, uh, sorry, around other side. And then within that world, you can have multiple different subplots, right? So I think that, like, the, uh, 
Jimmy the Monkey subplot will be a plot that takes place in the other side. The 10K TF subplot will be a plot that takes place in the other side. Do they need to overlap in what those plots are? Not necessarily, but there's this element of central world building that hasn't really started, and that's what I'm really keen to see them roll out, and I think that's what they acquired 10K TF to do mainly. Uh, I don't know. I don't understand most of their narratives, but uh, they didn't need cohesiveness because uh, they're board API clubs, so they have this advantage, but the storyline right now is basically... Uh, non-existent. You know, we're going to have the best storyline of any uh, ecosystem in existence, so that's all I can say. But uh, the other thing I was going to say, anyone trading, I know our Discord was all over Nakamigos this weekend. Uh, I did not participate. I uh, saw um, NFT statistics tweet something out uh, about it in terms of a unit volume has surpassed Board API Club or something like that. Um within the first like 24 or 48 hours, which was crazy. But I'm just wondering, uh, like, well, is anyone trading this? I, I considered buying it this morning at 0.17. It's at 0.2 right now. But I mean, this is just I traded one it. of those like short Th This seems like a pump and dump, right? It's 25% unique holders on the 20K supply. Getting in here seems like a terrible decision, in my opinion. I got in and out for... Five at 0 0.03 out of 0 0.07. Probably should have held those. Then bought two of the Snowmen, which is like the third rare skin at 0.2. Sold those at 0.4 um, on the most recent pump. But like, I'm not trading it anymore. I'm good. There was a 24-hour space yesterday where people were speculating that Larva Labs was behind it, <laughs> which is absolutely ridiculous. There they was one person speculating. There was like six tweets. There was like six tweets. And everyone kept taking screenshots of the Larva Labs bio that says, in parentheses and other projects, and we're like, we just added this. That like, is such that bro. is such good hopium fuel right such there. Like, like Larval Labs Twitter says they're working on other things, so they could be. And they said on. that they just added it. Someone <laughs> used Wayback Machine, and that's been in their bio for two years. So, like, all it took is five minutes of research to see that this was quite literally the biggest artificial pump. By the 25% of people that own 20,000. Easy. So you're saying Satoshi and Larva have been working on Nakamigos for over two years? <laughs> yeah, that exactly. Sounds, that sounds like what? second place and other side mentality there, Chief. So the, what? what's crazy is uh, their website. I mean, this is as bare minimum as you possibly can get. And then it links to their company business or their company uh, website, which is HIFO Labs. And it says, we've created NFT and digital art projects for the past five years. In 2023, we launched Nakamigos. And it's like, okay. <laughs> like, we've been creating art for a while. They don't reference those projects, which I'm sure were all rugs. Uh, and, and now they have this uh, other one. It's, there's no utility. There's no nothing. It's just a pixel you art project. You commercial rights. Got it. Well, it reminds me of... Um, uh, what was the one that Kevin Rose had uh, pumped a while back, which was uh, 8-Bit Me? Uh, and uh, the, how, how much of a pump that? Well, because it was a ticket to the Proof Conference, guys. It went to 2 ETH? No, it was Wait, a giveaway what? for a ticket. It wasn't, everyone didn't get to go. There was like X amount that they were giving away to those holders. Oh, I thought it was a, literally a, t I remember it was like a ticket to the Proof Conference. No, it okay. Was, they were doing a giveaway no. to holders. It was like X amount were going to be given away to 8-Bit Me well, holders. And it sent them to 2 ETH. 
this is before even proof came out, like when, when Kevin Rose was tweeting about it, 8 Me, because it, it used to be an app. Uh, I, I remember having used it where you could set up your own avatar and they were like, NFTs, you know, this is like completely native to it. So they ended up doing it. I, I just, regardless, uh, this feels very similar and it's just not going to exist in like, I, I don't know, what, what's what's the time duration? Like, I don't know, some of these are we things thinking three like days here? Some of these things get like genuine undead kind of legs, you know what I mean, Nick? Where like people were saying, this is the next checks. So like that no. alone is going to cause people to pump this shit. I say we might even see point three, but like, it, am yeah, I buying I think it here? Keep running. I just don't trade these things, especially once they get caught up in blur farming, because then you just have no read on. Yeah. It's also the accounts. Like when I was like when when I was thinking about Twitter, there were just like there were just certain accounts that came out. And I was like, this is like you know the Illuminati coming around. They're like, which one are we going to pump? And this just felt like it felt like 2021 coordinated, but like you know now it's 2023, and it just feels like one more song, one more <laughs> song, and like everyone is chanting for one more song. And it's like, guys, it's like the concert's over. Let's just take a break. We go home. We'll come back when there's when, when, when there's the next good artist. Just feel. I like don't know. This could have some real mm -hmm. Goblin Town legs. Uh, okay. I, I, well, I, Goblin I, Town was also Larva Labs, if we recall correctly. <laughs> right. So like, true. don't forget, it, it's it's laying up the uh, the foundation. Uh, the in terms of this project, I mean, this is just a scam. I feel like we've paid enough attention to this thing, but it it does make me wonder, like. Should we just pay bots to make up fake stuff about us to be like, I think that these guys actually may be Larva Labs all along and that Crypt Larva Labs wasn't actually Larva Labs. That's the thing that's so crazy. And if you're going to speculate that about us, you're right. Well, because, Nick, you just need about 100 ETH, throw it, uh, disperse it, use disperse to put it in a bunch of wallets and then just uh, blur trade the volume back and forth. I like it. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, just a reminder, today's show is sponsored by Accointing. Uh, and so when you go to do your taxes, the U.S. tax deadline is coming up April 18th. Accointing is without question one of the easiest ways to calculate your crypto taxes. Just plug in your wallets, let Accointing do the rest. All you got to do is look over your transactions, download the report that you need to file your taxes, and you're just good to go. If you made, if you made a loss on your crypto last year, it's even more reason to file your taxes before the deadline. That way you can actually overall uh, lower your overall tax payment, maybe even get a rebate. So we got a tweet pinned to the top. Acquainting offers a free report for anybody with less than 25 transactions. So if you had a light year, if you were kind of taking it easy, you can actually just file it for free under 25 transactions uh, for American, Australian, and English listeners. If you sign up with the link that's pinned to the top, you get 40% off all acquainting plans. So definitely check it out. How would you like say that if you were like running marketing for acquainting? Would you be like, acquainting? <laughs> like how, how, would you, how, how would you approach that? Would you do it with like a, a Long Island accent? <laughs> uh, and what, what would that be? How would you say that with a Boston accent there, Pia? Uh, Acquainting. You just take away the G. Okay. I like acquainting. <laughs> uh, so it, it, uh, one other thing, which we have here. Should we do the drop right now? It's up to you, big dog. I switched the password. Do on. it. Do it. Oh, shit. Spencer wants it. And, and I Nick, want I one. Think, I want three. 
I think you need to give Nakamigos a, a little bit more of a chance, okay? I think it's actually a, a project you may fall in love with if you give it a little bit more time. It's not going to happen. I, I'm just okay. going to be straight up know. about it. Okay. Um, all right. We'll, get, we'll give the password out. So we can give the password out, and then we do have to discuss uh, Utes migrating to Polygon, the biggest story in the NFT ecosystem, uh, really over the past 48 hours, I'd say. I'm curious to hear what easy for sure but yes please dish out the password like the other side trip was the biggest thing that i saw but yeah uh we can discuss you the password is ribbons r-i-b-b-o-n-s ribbons clemente if we could pin the piece of art to the top of the twitter show and maybe even show it on screen that'd be pretty cool uh we got the ribbons roadmap item or, or the ribbons password for the roadmap item uh coming out you can, um, you can check that out by uh or if you if you haven't done this before you can go to the nifty.com slash claim in order to claim that nft we got some exciting things coming with this uh platform pretty pumped up about it but uh this is uh uh, looks like uh, Buddy the dog is cutting a red ribbon. What? Huh? What does What's that, that mean? About? What's that about? I, I want to apologize. I forget who, uh, but there was a clue uh, that was delivered last week, and she spent a lot of time hunting for the clues. I'm not going to make that joke anymore. Like right right now, there are clues in here, but there's no there's no action to take with those clues. So like, don't lose any sleep over it. It's not a big deal. We'll let you know if there's like an actual puzzle that needs to be solved. We'll let you know about that and be very explicit. So don't waste any time looking into the clues associated with these different pages and NFTs. There you go. Spencer looked like you wanted to chime in. Yeah, I would say I, 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 I'm just I'm excited that you guys introduced the, um, the, the, the numbering so you can know how quick you were to the draw, how quick you were to the click. I'll, I'm curious who got the number one, got number two edition. Looking you know, at number here two there. right here, man. Fastest fingers first. Oh, Fastest wow. Oh, oh, wow. Everyone. And, and, oh, my goodness. We, just to say on stage, we do not know what the password is. This is all down to touch typing skills. Decades so, of touch typing. I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not claiming anymore number one, even though I like obvi- obviously I can. I, I, got, I, th- I think I got one number one and I'm done with that. Um, but yeah, we added also the the mint number because a lot of people were confused about like the sequencing. The the mint numbering is now contextualized to each series, so that it's not like oh, I collected all of them. If you want to see the full series, uh, we built a series page uh, that we dropped last week, um, which you can uh, visit and check out um, at uh, the nifty.com/slash/series. But it's also in the navigation. There's a number of other updates that we're going to be rolling out here. Um, so get excited about that. Um, but yeah, I, I, regardless, um, this has been fun. And we're only one week into uh, this platform in particular. Um, there's a bunch of things that we're prepared to roll out. One of the things, the biggest thing uh, that we've had a lot of people in the Discord at least ask about is um, features that are helpful for portal holders. Uh, so we're working through some uh, log- logic here that enables you to basically get ones that you either missed and or uh, other functionality associated with that. Um, we'll probably have a version of that uh, this week uh, because, like I said, if, if you weren't there, and I'll, I'll just uh, summarize one thing. 
Um, a lot of people say, oh, what is this platform about? Is this what I get access to? Everyone that has a uh, uh, NFT I'm is here like, for the free coupon. Is, is what do I get for it? And uh, I, I, it, it's a. We getting a little Wi Fi issue? Go ahead, Nick. Sorry. So the, the standards are uh, inconsistent from one project to the next in terms of uh, the what do I get question. But whatever, hold us to higher standards uh, because we're de delivering a bunch. The thing I was going to say is uh, if it wasn't clear, the, prior the prioritization, one was uh, rolling these things out uh, as fast as possible while still being reliable. Um, the other one is making this fun. And then the uh, other component is how do we deliver value to portal holders? And so this week uh, should be when we start seeing um, some of those within this particular platform. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm excited, Nick. And I'm also really impressed by like, because I we did AIR for Cyber Stadium and your y'all's AIR <laughs> for these drops. Is okay. Because it's so hard to make everything look cohesive like it's done by... The same artist. I don't know if, if P.O. is doing the prompts or you. But I, I write good prompts, ladies and gentlemen. No, look, Nick's concerned that people are actually going to think that I'm putting something into ChatGPT and it's spitting out this artwork. That would Well, first of all, I wish that was the case because holy shit, we would be in a beautiful AI world at that point. But no, our artist is insanely talented. And you, let me just tell you this. You haven't seen nothing yet. Uh, so shout out to everybody that claimed the we NFT today. Sorry, Nick. We have a second artist as well, so we just locked in our second. Well, we have multiple. Right now, we have four. They don't need to know artists. this, Nick. They don't need to know what how deep our squad is. They can just wait and see the results. You don't need to tell everyone how the sausage is made. They're just going to eat Nick's that in a chorizo. Team giving away the playbook in like the you know the post uh, game. I just think it's so cool, man, and people feel play. like you're not. People aren't doing anything, and I'm just like, uh, yeah, like they're, they're always shocked. They're like, oh, these it's it's. Uh, Nick and Pio back at the office and uh, look at them flying to the Bahamas again. We got, we got a squad coming together. So I'm pretty excited about uh, what's rolling out here. We, it, we have uh, great momentum. So anyways, if you haven't claimed it again, the, the password is ribbons, R I B B O N S that's plural. Uh, so there you go. Yeah. And, and, you know, you talk about a squad, look at the squad that I see on screen. I literally see the legit best squad in the game. Ben had the best squad. Uh, so I don't think anybody's too surprised, but now the behind the scenes squad is literally doing steroids, sticking needles into parts of their body and getting absolutely yoked. So I absolutely love, uh, to see the way that things are developing. Look, I want to hear from Spencer signal kicks. I want to hear from easy. What's the story with Utes here? What 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 uh what are we thinking here? I'm rich. That's the story. <laughs> <laughs> That's the story, man. Hit one sixty on the weekend. Took easy to easy advice. I'm out, man. You Good sold time. it. Good sell. My yeah. trade panned out perfectly. Yeah. Easy Perfectly. on the exit. Easy on the exit. So thanks for that. Yeah. No, I got it at five hundred out. I, I can't remember what it was. Five hundred US dollars. Five hundred US dollars, and then got out. Uh, basically around one, like one fifty-seven or so. So yeah, that's three thousand US dollars. But yeah, yeah, there's a bigger story here. So like, easy, <laughs> take it away. Yeah, I mean, the big thing is they've announced a couple key components to it. I, I had the speculation on Friday that once they announced the bridge news, that's a sell the news event. We got the exact run up. The thread came out and the floor price dropped 30 soul. It's back to 147. Nick, before we dive into this, are you still holding a tube? Yes. Okay. So now let's get into it. 
right now, what we know for sure, the bridge, what do I need to do? You're about to hear it. Yeah, this is so I'm going to give a speculative play on if you're holding a tube here first. Well, after we break it down. So Utes are moving today. The bridge is happening to Polygon. They've worked with Wormhole to make it possible. They've worked with Phantom Wallet to allow for a singular wallet to handle it all. The website's already ready to go live. I've seen a couple teasers of it that should be able to drive this action. So they dropped this thread that's announced. And a couple key things are as of today, if you do not bridge, you lose all the best. Sorry, you just cut out. Yeah, we're getting a little cut out here. Easy, you there with us? Still here, yeah. Okay, we, we missed we missed your last statement. Yeah, get so I was saying there's a three point three percent royalty right now. In seven days, that's being ramped up to a thirty three point three percent royalty. It's called the paper hand bridge tax. So it's playing a name nomenclature to the uh, paper hand bitch tax that they used to have, and it's trying to incentivize this push to Polygon sooner than later. After this as well, you're going to lose all the benefits of like keeping it there. D-Gods are moving on the 31st, so in four days. And then the way that I look at this, though, is Tubes almost got left out of this entirely. There's no mention of it. I actually asked some questions over the weekend to get some clarity on it, and they said that that will be increased to the 33.3% royalty as well, but Tubes will remain on Solana. So you cannot bridge a tube over to Polygon. You, If you hold a D-God... You have to actually send, make it a dead god before you can move it over. If a D-god has a tube that's unclaimed, you have to claim it on soul before you move it over. It's lost. So, Nick, what I'm looking at right now, sell the it's, tube. He's dumping. Yeah. <laughs> I would sell the tube at the premium and buy a floor U because some of them already have U points, so you have whatever this point system is that they're going to be doing, and it shows right on Magic Eden what it is. So, basically, you can sell the tube for, like, 160, capitalize on 20 soul, that you can pocket and just buy a U and still have You're the same level 160 to a 20 plus a U. Yeah, exactly. You got exactly. that? So you keep like 400 bucks and get a U. Sorry. So take my uh, take my tube, sell it, yep. buy a floor U. Yes. Bridget. And then bridge that shit. And then right bridge away. It. Bridget get day your one. ass over to Polygon. I know you haven't <laughs> been on there in a hot minute. <laughs> Take your ass over to Polygon. Well, he didn't buy Trump cards, so he yeah, missed. Polygon. He missed the best project. Go ahead. Easy. Oh, oh, I only built in a platform Polygon. Oh, sorry, that's all I've been doing for the past couple of okay, months. Starbucks, oh, calm down, Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, Starbucks probably didn't buy Trump cards either, so they messed up. Easy. Go ahead. Oh, well, I'm just saying, if you bridge over day one, the other thing that they're like doing is a singular Bitcoin D God raffle, which like you're gonna have a one in probably like six k chance to get. It's just worth it to bridge it over um, because I do think on Polygon for at least the next week they'll trade at a premium. I think because of the Polygon funding, there's a partnership on Magic Eden where there's zero percent fees if you're trading it on Polygon. So like you can capitalize on a couple opportunities here. Where I think nice. there's a lot of arbitrage opportunities for the sole Utes to the Polygon ones. That's easy. Awesome. How do you? Easy. So go ahead, Sorry. please. No, I was going to like, easy. Last week you said that liquidity may dry up when they when it moves over to Polygon, but if it's staying on Magic Eden, that means from a user experience, there's no difference. So do you do you, do you think there still might be a change in liquidity because of that? I mean, D gods and Utes account for about thirty percent of all Solana volume over the last fourteen days, so that's a pretty big hit. But you're already starting to see other projects get more exposure. Like Famous Fox ran up twenty five soul last night, about five hundred dollars, just because liquidity is cycling. And Utes have done a ton of volume recently for this. So, like a lot of people are speculating, you're getting a lot of ETH money that's trying to front run this. 
And I do think like Polygon really wants this to go well themselves because that's a win for the chain. Bridge this over, justify the spend, and kind of like emphasize that. And because Magic Eden has zero fees for seven days, or I think it might even be 30 days, if they have zero fees, that's going to focus a lot of liquidity on Magic Eden, which yeah. opens up more eyes to it. My bigger concern is after 30 days is like, how does that sustain? Short term, totally. absolutely will be present. I think it's a no-brainer right now. And I think Polygon will actually be more liquid just for this siloed collection. But my bigger concern is come May, what's it going to look like? Yeah, because I mean, like, there's not a there's not a ton of NFT volume on on Polygon. It's all gaming. It's all free mints. They're all selling yeah. for twenty to fifty dollars. And but that's kind of that's kind of why they gave Frank all this money. It's like, hey, Frank, you're bringing youth over here, and you're going to be like the driver of liquidity. Uh, so I'm excited because I mean, we got Cyber Stadium on Polygon, and we got Crypto Raiders on oh. Polygon. Like having a flagship uh, PFP project and a founder like Frank over there that are that you know is a creative marketing genius i think is going to be uh, good for the whole ecosystem he had a great thread last night saying that he actually reads everybody's fud to the projects because that lets you front run it and like get information and figure out how to pivot especially if you see the same consistent message repetitively by the wider audience and he said he's hyper aware of the polygon liquidity situation and he's going to do whatever he can to drive volume there and this may be tinfoil hat like throw the tinfoil hat on real quick What's going to stop Polygon from not backstopping this, at least for a short period of time? Because they need this win just as much as Utes. They've already invested $3 million. What's going to stop them from market making to some degree to make sure that this is received positively, at least in the short term? A lot of different things going on there. I'd love to hear from Spencer. Spencer, from your side, I know that you had not purchased Utes, I think because they were on Solana, like, or I guess, you know, what, what is your position on Utes being on Polygon now, on D-Gods, on Ethereum, anything in the D-Gods and Utes ecosystem? Oh, so I guess I just haven't talked too much about this, but we own a lot of Utes. Oh, okay. <laughs> got it, got it. Um, I, I, I think that, similar to what Easy said, I think that it will be very interesting see what happens post bridge it's just it's not clear to me how much liquidity there is on polygon to trade nfts we obviously saw that there's some liquidity to trade um to trade trump digital trading cards i think it's kind of a crowded trade assuming the bridge will just pump but it might right like, there is some incentive for the polygon team to pump it afterwards i think this is a really pivotal moment for uh polygon's narrative in the pfp space right like if this bridge is very successful then it can be an incredible benefit to their ecosystem. I think we'll see more people try and start to launch there, et cetera. If the price decreases precipitously, which I feel like is generally what I think will happen, because if you look, like this last weekend has been just interesting to watch. We had a number of really big announcements from a number of projects that unilaterally, no matter how good the announcement was, moved the price down. And I think it's just the NFT environment we're in right now where people are just really skittish. They're looking for reasons to exit. People have been holding. They're like, ah, you know, I'm holding my NFT until XYZ thing happens. XYZ thing happens. And it doesn't matter what it is that happens. They're just like, yeah, that was the time I was holding until I'm going to sell now. And so thus far, everything we've seen basically the whole weekend has been an example of that. And I don't see why this bridge would be different. But the counter argument is what Easy's saying. In the world where this bridge ends up differently is where the Polygon team has queued up either their own liquidity or other liquidity on their chain that has a vested interest in seeing Polygon NFTs succeed, and we do well. And that is 
I feel kind of uncomfortable with that being my main thesis. That's your hope. You're hoping Polygon Adventures and Polygon Investors are the ones that are going to ape this. And once again, how sustainable is that over time? My bigger play here is like this liquidity flows in. People realize Polygon's not that bad, which like each their own. And then that goes to other Polygon projects. Like cheaper entries, the gaming space, I'm like insanely bullish on. And that's where I think there's going to be a lot of like residual opportunity from this where people see like, oh, this chain makes sense for XYZ reasons. And that's the thing. Like next 30 days, I certainly think there's a trade. It's I think Sig made the best trade, like hands down on it. Got out going into the bridge, got in on the day of FTX. Like that is bottom top trading yeah. to a T. Some people might say textbook. But <laughs> I don't know who those people love. Some people might say textbook. I mean, that is like, ladies and gentlemen, just to give context, if people aren't glued to, you know, the participants on this show's trading strategy, Signal bought Utes literally the day of the FTX collapse, which was very much so the apocalypse of Solana's NFT market. Obviously, there's been a robust bounce back with projects like Kalinosaurs and others having huge volume. Volume days, Clanosaurs one day had more volume than Board Ape, Board Ape friggin' Yacht Club did. Uh, but Signal bought that bear, that that bottom bottom of Utes, five hundred US dollars. Sounds like sold the top. We'll see if that is a local top or the top top. Uh, but uh, Spencer, it seemed like you had a couple more thoughts. Anything else uh, that you're thinking about when it comes to these Utes D Gods ecosystem? What's going on here? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just uh, the other thing that we haven't talked as much about is I think there's a big impact for repricing Utes and Dgods in Ethereum. I think mm-hmm. they made a joke about this in their announcement video, but people don't realize <laughs> how valuable Utes and Dgods are. Yep. Dgods are like the third, like you know, a top three collection in if price in Ethereum because like we're going to have go to like, put them on the weather report, Spencer. <laughs> yeah, you go like you go eight ETH right now. Damn. Like seven or eight ETH. You go Yuga Labs, you go Azuki, and then you go, go D Gods. That's the order of market caps right now in the NFT space. But you're not going to see like a, people be in disbelief that that a, a, a D God is worth two uh, two uh, Moonbirds. <laughs> it's worth it's worth almost two pudgy penguins. Like when you actually break it down, it's like yeah. insane. And the other thing though is Spencer, are you like worried about that price action actually negatively being affected from like blur farming and other key pieces like that? Because it wait, has wait, not wait, been. Wait, wait. <laughs> Pause there for a second. I am worried about negative price action, but from blur farming, like just market making in general. Because why like, would that start... cause negative price action? That I see this take all the time, and it upsets me. It's just selling it. into bids. Like if if the if liquidity slows at any point, people take liquidity quickly. Like especially when you think of larger scale holders that de-risk, it drives negative price action. And when you look at it from a Solana perspective, there's a lot of people who hold 10 plus D gods. Yeah, look, but if you wanted to sell 10 plus D gods, you could sell 10 plus D gods. I don't think that like, I don't think that 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 blur bid farming is is net in either direction. If anything, initially it may cause a pump, right? Like I think that, and 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 it's also important to to realize. So you'll actually be able to see the effect of blur bid farming uh, in a much more academic way than we ever can, because you'll be able to blur bid farm. Uh, D-Gods, but not Utes. And so yeah. this will be interesting because I think that everyone who's all upset about Blur will get to see if it is the case that Blur bid farming independently has a big impact on price, then that will change the multiple between Utes and D-Gods. If it doesn't, then I want everyone to just shut the fuck up and not talk to me about how Blur is ruining NFTs because it's not, it's just <laughs> in liquidity. All these decreases in prices were going to happen anyway because people just want to sell their bags. <laughs> 
I'm on Spencer's uh, side with that. When I look at some of those collections that have fell from grace and you kind of look at the issues with those collections, I don't point to blur when I look at some of those issues. Like I said, I'm not going to name the collection, but I was with a friend of mine this weekend that's into NFTs. And I said, you have to be out of your mind to buy that collection right now. You have to literally be on Pluto to buy that collection. Like you're out to lunch if you buy that. And uh, it ain't because of blur. Let's put it that way. Um, Look, I guess just to kind of put a a bow on this, like, so Spencer, you own a bunch of Utes. Do you also own own D-Gods in the fund? why why uh i don't know i just kind of liked the youths vibes more i feel like the team has been putting a lot more energy into youths and i think you know having talked to frank like one of the things they've talked about is like they put a lot of energy into youths because they think if the secondary collection does well the primary collection will like inherently do well as well um but i just see a lot more cultural sentiment around youths right now than i see around d gods um I also am I'm, I'm sort of bullish on this Polygon narrative where there is huge uh, reason for Polygon to want to pump youths. So, uh, you know, I, I, whereas you just, you don't have that on, on, on Ethereum. And so I just see more upside in the youths collection than I do in the D-Gods collection, but they're, they're both good collections. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and uh, easy one question for you is because they're sort of relaunching these collections on new chains that that comes with a new smart contract. Do you know if they hard coded royalties into Utes and D gods? You, you can't yet. I don't believe so. Polygon does not have any way to actually bypass royalties yet, so it doesn't matter what contract they're using for that. Uh, we don't know as far as what contract they're using on ETH because like you could have enforced creator royalties there, but I. I'm not sure yet. We won't know until the 31st. Uh, the Polygon one, though, it, it, there's nothing to skirt royalties at the moment on Polygon. Got it. Well, we got uh, about 10 minutes left in the show. Uh, Nick, we can talk about uh, you know Pudgy Rods, talk about Yuga Lab's second trip. Is there anything on your mind that you want to discuss, Amigo? Yeah, well, first off, Spencer's wrong, but let's skip over that subject. <laughs> about um, what? <laughs> in ter- I'm just giving him a hard time. Um the blur stuff, uh, I actually do think it has has an impact, but I think what you're seeing is you're seeing the true price uh, it, versus um, when there wasn't liquidity, uh, you, you see kind of a manufactured price. It's basically the price required for there to be a lot of trades is the way of uh, viewing that. And I think that that's something that... Um, yeah, a lot of people misunderstand about it uh, is that that's fundamentally in order for there to be X amount of volume, you need to have the price come down. Like there's some level at which that happens. The problem is, is that like that changes the dynamic. There is an impact though that Blur inherently has on the floor in the sense that there's more trades and the environment is different. Let's say you didn't have Blur or something like that. And I want to move on from this to, to another subject, but re- just real quick, and this is just one counter. If all the people that were buying Board API Club, as an example, were all those that were diamond hands and all the people that were selling it are diamond hands as well, well, then the floor price would just be higher. Uh, the, the volume would be less. The unit sales per day would be less. And basically, you just have less activity taking place within that ecosystem. When the liquidity, the people who are trading actively, the traders enter, and you want to have liquidity, 
the price is going to have to come down in order for those people to participate in the market. The upside of that, you can sell it much more quickly. The downside is uh, it's going to be harder for you to fetch a higher price when a lot of people say, well, I can go over there and there's now this active market of uh, these collectibles that are being traded at, at, at that cheaper price. Why would I pay a premium for these things? So inherently, I do think the price comes down as a result of that. And the argument of it being the true price, well, that's biased only in the sense that it's the true price if you were trying to involve day traders in that market, basically. And that and that and that's where the, the true price is. Anyone who's doing that and participating in that is saying, I'm making a great contribution to the ecosystem because there's more liquidity. And that's the argument that they always make. If you talk about Franklin, Franklin will also say like, uh, well, I'm making it easier for new people to enter the, the, the ecosystem at a cheaper price by selling it at a lower price. Okay. Yeah, that is true. And inherently the price has gone down. So I think both these things can be accurate, but I don't think that like necessarily uh, like where you fall on whether or not they're a net positive for the ecosystem is debatable only because like you don't see the same thing happening in the traditional art market. Out, the liquidity providers in that ecosystem are really auction houses. The distinction there is they're taking a huge fee as a per, as a percentage of that. And so you you could easily say, well, we're far better than that. Do, would you rather the price get hit by 30% or would you rather take a 10% price cut and, 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 and you have this act activity. So I don't know. I, I think that that, um, that, uh, it's an interesting contribution, but I don't think that there's just one side to this story or another. Uh, the, the real question is, do I want liquidity in this market? And if your answer to that is yes, well then liquidity providers and blurs incentivization right now is helping and I wouldn't have been able to sell my ape necessarily as quickly as I did before, but I've sold an ape before into uh, the market and it took me a couple of hours to liquidate it by just making it competitively priced on a relative basis. So that's why, I, I don't know, it's just not, I'm not 100% positive that blur activity is a net positive for the ecosystem, but it is a contributing factor and I think there are positives that come out of blur. I just don't know whether or not that's a net positive. That's the one thing. And I think that a nuanced take on it is important. Nick, do you and, and Spencer and, and maybe anyone else with the blur rewards having in on April 1st, do you think that that's already priced into what we're seeing right now or we're going to see a further dump uh, this week when that occurs? I think that we will actually be in a much better environment. Uh, and I think this is a contrarian take a little bit. But I think that the there has been a lot of shall we say, uh, less than optimized blur bid farming going on right now. And what has <laughs> happened is certain individuals have ended up with large amounts of collections. If you're doing this right, you shouldn't be. Um, and those people like are then acute, like they're accumulating basically for a week, they'll just dump, sales for a collection will dump into them. And then in one day, they're going to sell everything they've accumulated in a week. And this is why you see these big acute swings in price. And that's not generally... Like great, and that's what people are saying. Blur is ruining NFTs, whatever is like that kind of situation. And so the real thing that like um, will change then is I think a lot of the 
uh, smarter money will start to bid farm. Like I know I, I haven't like uh, this weekend was the first time I started to bid farm again since the second airdrop because a lot of those bigger airdrop farmers have kind of backed off. There's more opportunity. I think we will see the price get normalized again, which is uh, probably a net positive. The liquidity may soften, um, especially liquidity near floor, which is which is fair. But that's actually not like the end of the world, right? I think that uh, the fear of someone like Machi, Machi Big Brother ending up with a large amount of collection is more negatively impactful than the lack of liquidity. That's kind of how I see it. And Spencer, one follow-up question. Uh, are you holding any of the blur token that you received uh, in your fund from the first airdrop or did you sell it? We sold most of it. We still hold a little bit. I think uh, the answer is that I'm just not a great coin trader. I'll be honest with you. I'm a good... Uh, I can trade pictures of cartoon animals like nobody's business. <laughs> Digital collectibles trading versus, you know, but coin once trading. You get to a certain like ERC20 fungible tokens, like that's just not not the ballpark that I play in. Um and so I'm happy to sort of offload that to the coin funds that the, that's that's their that's their realm, that's their domain, that's their expertise. Um and so I think, you know, this is an important thing that I'll just generalize for the listeners is like if you're a trader, feel comfortable staying in your lane, right? Like uh, I I DCA'd out of it like not because I'm not bullish on Blur. I obviously am super bullish, um, but because it's just not my thing. Like I'm not a great coin trader. Um, and so knowing your lane, knowing how to stay in it, knowing when it's worth kind of venturing out is, is a useful exercise as an investor. You don't need to pretend like or want to be great at every element of this. Like it is sometimes right to when you have the money on the table, just take it. <laughs> you don't need to do that. I paid Took it, paid it out to my investors. They're happy. I'm happy. It's good. Everybody's happy. Very sound words from Spencer. Ladies and gentlemen, last reminder, today's show is sponsored by Acquainting, okay? And so uh, Spencer's talking about taking gains. If you took gains, then you need a dedicated NFT and crypto tax software. So Acquainting will actually gather all of your crypto transaction records from the past year, including Crypto trades, NFT purchases, airdrops, and other transactions. All you have to do is sync your wallets and exchanges to their platform. Once they've imported, or once you've imported it, you can review your transactions with a step-by-step -step process to optimize your tax data. It's going to help you make sure your tax bill is not higher than it needs to be. You'll then receive a detailed summary of your gains and losses that you can use to submit your tax return. So this is the easiest way to submit your return is with a tax filing tool like Acquainting. And Acquainting has made it so that your export can just be uploaded to TurboTax, H&R Block, Cash App, or directly to your accountant, who God knows your accountant doesn't want to go through all your wallets, your MetaMask wallets and everything uh, to go through transactions by transaction. So Acquainting has given all of our American, Australian, and English listeners of the show 40% off the platform if you sign up with the link that's in the pinned tweet. That's 40% off of tax accounting software from Acquainting. Check out the pinned tweet, sign up, it's at the top, and do your taxes so you don't go to jail like Do Kwan went to jail. Uh, he didn't go to jail for taxes, but you know. Uh, look, any closing thoughts, gang? We had the other side second trip. We have Utes bridging to Polygon. Easy. Any, any other closing thoughts on what you're seeing in the NFT market today? No, I mean, it's uh, don't get left holding some pump and dumps that they feel like. Uh, don't believe speculation on Larva Labs being invested in projects and stay safe out there. Today should be exciting with the bridge, should be a, a good time. And be conscious that the next shiny object usually takes focus from the previous shiny object. Love it. Love to hear Floor's it. Floor's up. 
Floor's up 0.03 since EC started fighting on the show. <laughs> awesome. Enjoy your $50. If you won first place, you could have gotten 0.2 for that helmet, kid. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. If you haven't listened to the show before, we run it Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10.15 a.m. Eastern Time each and every week. And hey, while you're at it, go and collect your free NFT at the nifty.com, T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y.com slash claim c-l-a-i-m that takes you directly to the claim page all you need is an email address to get in the mix there you also should uh, connect your eth wallet but it's not necessary and just type in the code ribbons all lowercase r-i-b-b-o-n-s to claim today's free nft which is actually one of our roadmap items so definitely go and check it out nick yeah i was just gonna say yeah if you own a portal and uh, you haven't connected your wallet to the site give it a try um and uh, let me know if you have any issues. But yeah, you want you want to connect your wallet because there's going to be things um, that start uh, working towards uh, portal holders. And the sooner that you're connected, the better. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. The nifty.com slash claim. Use the code ribbons, all lowercase. Today's free NFT is another roadmap item. Maybe we'll have a free NFT tomorrow. Who knows? Anyway, uh, check out the show on Apple, Spotify, Podcast, YouTube, every single platform. As Easy said, you know, don't get caught up with uh, a hype train. You know, some will say, just don't believe the hype. We'll be back tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. 